0: Welcome to the You Don't Look Like an Engineer podcast.
1: (laughs) Why does it sound like you're getting ready for a massage? It's it's
0: not a massage, it's like an experience.
1: (laughs) You're back to our little Lao and Sohan segments where we are talking about another topic that A, we probably should have talked about before, but we
0: should have started the podcast with this subject. Although we did touch on the myths. And it was a really good podcast episode. If you haven't given it a listen, you should go and actually let us know how much we have improved in the subjects that we talk about. Anyway, yes, so this is one of our favorite topics because we're passionate about this movement and the beliefs that, I guess, the foundations of it. But what we're not passionate about is in what has turned into or what...
1: How it's been taken out of context really exactly and, and with yeah yeah and become like a hateful thing that people can literally use to be like an insult oh you're such a feminist when did that become a bad thing <laughs> i don't know but i that don't like so it
0: <laughs> no i don't know i don't like it and i feel sad that we're using this word as an insult or that are people that just hate listening to it it's like why are you, like... Or, like, people are, like... Uh, anyway, I'm not even going <laughs> to...
1: But you are. That's why we're here.
0: <laughs> I just disagree with people that are, like... I don't like when girls call themselves feminists. I'm, like... Oh, my God. That's unpack
1: <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Because um, I think where it comes from is the misrepresentation by a lot of... And I, I do... Um, <laughs> have to acknowledge that it might be brought on by some of the conversations younger girls especially prevalent on social media um talk about you know what uh, what is equality without having full knowledge of a the movement and be what it really is the
0: timeline from. of the movement even yeah because like if they had an understanding of where this steam or like where it came from yeah. they would be like actually
1: it's and the actual bad. depth of it, like the actual fundamentals. It's not just, uh, oh, I just want, you know, his money is his money and my money is mine. or <laughs> no, like no, no, no. his oh, money is my money and my money is mine. You know, like, stupid shit yeah, like that. Or like, I'm not going to shave my legs and that's like... Or I just, we should all have rights to have an OnlyFans account. Like, that is not what rights <laughs> is. That's not what the movement was about. That's okay, not be- why women took to the streets to ask for rights to vote. Like, it's not the same thing. Exactly.
0: Also... Um, I have allergies, and I think it's important to mention this because I'm gonna be congested in this podcast episode. Thank you for just, you know, welcoming my congestion. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm gonna be like blowing my nose in the background <laughs> when you speak, and it it's not gonna sound nice. So this movement started around 1850 and 1940. So, a century of dialogue and, I guess, rebellious behavior from females. But the rebellious behavior wasn't like I saw I mentioned before. Oh, um, I want to open an OnlyFans account. Our issues back in the day were a little bit, like, heavier. So we didn't actually have access to education. And I'm not saying that. Not right. <laughs> I'm not dismissing anyone's feelings or dismissing any, anything. But I'm saying <laughs> we didn't have access to education. And the problem with that is... As we touched on our last one-on-one episode, it was just like dismissing someone's potential to—I don't know—to nothing, to chicken you know, episode. to a chicken in the house, <laughs> like someone said. I love that. Um, so yeah, we didn't have access to education. We didn't. Um, we couldn't vote, or we couldn't be chosen as uh, politicians. Um, and yeah, it was that was a
1: long way away. Yeah,
0: yeah. And the the fact that we couldn't do these things meant that we couldn't actually choose people that were governing the countries that we lived in, and we couldn't choose the people that were making policies and all of that.
1: Yeah, literally. And if you look even further back, if you look at the um, the witch trials, you know the, Why the Salem, sorry, the Salem oh. witch trials. Um, if you go and that's like 1600s right but if you look back a lot of the women were just free thinkers and being able to think in that capacity for a woman was so unheard of and so looked down upon that they literally would rather call them a witch and burn them at the stake or throw stones at them Yeah, but it was so bad. I was um, listening to a talk recently, I forget where, um, that they were saying literally townships were eradicated of all but maybe two or three, four women. Like that's the amount. Like women were just wiped out in so many towns. And I can't stop to think that this
0: was just coming from a place of fear from the opposite gender like seriously it was like if women have access to all of this like education and all of these resources i guess power is no longer on on our hands and that was just scary for them that's my theory behind it
1: (laughs) and yeah like there's so much more that we will unpack about that and why that bothers us so much but um it's 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 a heavy um Thing to think about like but yeah basically starting out you know wanting education and paid work i think somewhere along the line you you um look back and you have to take a couple of steps back and see that okay even if you're getting educated if you're not choosing who like lauda was saying who's making the policies or who's you know choosing your rights you're not actually progressing so i think i think personally that's what made the movement um transform into i think what they call the suffragists yeah, so like even starting asking for voting rights, I think it was New Zealand that was the first country to actually um, recognize women as an equal citizen in just the capacity to be able to vote. Um, yeah, and shortly after that, uh, that was eight th- like late 1800s, and then by 1920, other countries had followed, like Australia, Finland, and some other ones that I. Okay, after that, through the 60s and the 80s,
0: Women actually raise their voice about <laughs> reproductive rights. Yeah, which is like we are so lucky. No, lucky. We're so fortunate that these people just raise their voice about this matter because
1: imagine not having reproductive rights. Yeah, and then you have like um, I guess Im- important um, things like Wade versus Roe yeah. that recently got overturned. So. It's like almost like it didn't happen all over again oh, but essentially yeah, those, America, just feel like yeah those really important decisions that were made through that time allowing um you know women to have a say in in their sexuality and like
0: whether they wanted to have a family or not or things beyond that like yeah, for example people like it, that were exactly. victims of like sexual assault like have a saying on whether they wanted to you know
1: yeah, whether Relive they were going to yeah, with that child. Oh, yeah, absolutely sad.
0: Um, we also went through uh, fighting for workplace equality. And we still are.
1: Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In certain industries
0: more than others. And obviously, like, we won't compare to what it used to be. Um, and against domestic violence. And this is truly devastating because what it used to be before, oh, Jesus, like, even divorcing the person that was abusing you was not allowed because, A, society is stigma, but also because it wasn't. And you should just, like, you know,
1: Because you have suck no up, capacity to do anything else. You're not educated. You don't have any skill set. <coughs> so what are you going to do? You know, you might as well be with someone who's going to provide for you. And
0: I like that you mentioned that because it's actually abuse psychologically and people were manipulating women
1: psychologically financially economically everything yeah, every illy, not illy, but illy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even that that's a thing of the past no
0: people are still using yeah, it these it's days still there. it's still there,
1: there here, it's there in different countries it's there globally and that's why i think it's important to get back to the grassroots of why this <laughs> movement is happening even to this day and age
0: yes and is so important and we can stress this enough like we need to have an understanding of what the actual movement stands for and not take it out of proportion anyway what we're seeing today which is like the third wave is actually the movement is standing up for other
1: minorities yeah. but essentially standing up for marginalized communities women of color eth- different ethnicities um it's become an umbrella term just for having equal human rights it's and- like being an activist essentially essentially um but in saying that it's not to say that everyone who identifies as that agrees with everything mm. so i think because it's such a big umbrella term that encompasses so many different ideologies um you can't say that every feminist agrees with it. like they're they're all on the same page not true and the, whether that's good or bad we're not even discussing but we're just flagging that that's the case and it's, it's diverse, it's dynamic, and it is ongoing. We haven't remotely closed on any of the topics, except for maybe voting, because now we're allowed to vote pretty much everywhere. Um, yeah, and I think it's good that it's dynamic and flexible
0: because it allows us to, again, like continue to come up with best strategies to dismantle systems that no longer benefit society, like the patri- patriarchal
1: system, or, or they, like awful systems that there are. <laughs> yeah, and so... That's pretty much all we have to say on the history of the topic, to be honest. We're not having, you know, a history lesson. Um, So we thought we'd jump on here, try to get back to the, the roots of why we think this is such an important topic for us, but even globally, what it really stands for, what we think it stands for, and what it should stay as, I think, to be honest. Because on so many levels these days, like, we hear, like, it's just misconstrued to be this really negative thing that's, like, tearing down family structures and hating on men and like treating them as trash. Yeah. Or like
0: generalizing negative behavior Mm -hmm. in some men and making it seem like all men are the same. It's not true. Yeah. It's not true. There's women that are not you know, ideal partners and it doesn't mean that every woman on planet Earth is the same. (laughs) Definitely (laughs) not. Okay, so I have this theory in my head and I would like to share this thought. Mm. Like, for example, religion is another topic that is very controversial, just like feminism. (laughs) And I know I could never compare with the one and the other, but it's like the beliefs of religion, of every religion, are really positive. But when men sort of like misinterpret them and puts like the egoic sort of like heart on is when things go nuts and we have all these problems within societies and i think that's sort of like the only element that i want to highlight that we have done with the feminism movement Mm -hmm. is like their beliefs access to equal opportunities for all and human rights those were sort of like the foundations and now we have taken it out of the proportion to the point that we are no longer fighting for equal rights and equal access to opportunities we can see it on the transgender competitions with uh, in sports yeah. um they should create like a different category for these people to compete because they are on an advantage and is not longer equal
1: exactly and unfortunately you listen to these panels of women who claim to be feminist and they're asked the question of, do you think trans men, should they um, compete with women in, in the like, category of women in, in women's sports? And they'll all just say yes, like without even thinking of the fact that bone density, muscle mass, biologically, we're not the same. And feminism never claimed to say we are the same. There was actually a video yeah. where the lady was like, oh, you just have to have hope and belief that you'll be fine. I can't compete with a man sprinting 100 meters if I have belief and faith and hope. Like, you can't match that capacity. Who was that MMA thing that we're talking about? What had happened?
0: Oh, she knocked her in the face and, like...
1: Fractured her skull, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's just the simple byproduct of a different center of gravity, center of mass, weight, structure, bone density, completely different. I think... Unfortunately, a lot of people take this argument that, oh, if you're asking for equality, you're asking for... Sameness. The, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's the word. Oh,
0: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys. <laughs> that was
1: us just being really happy that we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sameness. <laughs> yeah, just because you're saying we're asking to be sorry. equal doesn't mean we're saying we're the same. Women and men, and uh, historically, we've always just accepted that there is a difference. Yeah. I mean, biologically or maybe nature wise, you know, it's there might be a slight difference. However Yeah.
0: Men yeah. If, even if women and men are different, that doesn't mean that they can't be they can't be equality. They can't yeah,
1: exactly. They can't they can have the same opportunities. Oh
0: god, wow. <laughs> oh. I keep bumping my phone on the table. Which is why
1: women's sport was created. It's not that just because you you have a different um, capacity of aerobics and cardiovascular strength that you cannot perform in sport at all. You should be allowed in that capacity to perform. And yeah, it's sort of like this really interesting uh, question that Lau was reading um, just before we were like looking into this um, topic and while we were doing our research. And it said that, ask yourself this question. If you're in a classroom and one child is maybe physically weaker than another, do you think that just because he's weaker, he shouldn't be given the same access to the teacher as the other child? What do you think, people? And I guess
0: it's important when we're talking about this type of subject that we sort of like define what... Equality means, right? Yeah. And equity. So equity, fair treatment, access, opportunity, and advancement for all people. Equality means that each individual or group of people is given the same resources or opportunities. It's very different because equity recognizes each person has different circumstances and allocates the exact resources and opportunities to reach an equal outcome. It doesn't mean that we're saying that men, women are the same because...
1: We are in, and we should embrace that. Uh, Weirdly enough, you know, being in the industry that we're in, like, I've been involved in different conversations where, you know, people will ask you then, oh, uh, why aren't women, you know, wanting to be working on oil rigs or working as construction workers, like the real hard stuff that only men can do to help society moving on. Hello, we didn't say we want to be everywhere you are, and we didn't say we are the same. We just said in the things we want to do, let us have the opportunity. It's that simple. It's cerebral equality wherever we choose to be.
0: It's so funny because today I was sharing about the fact that I'm going to a breakfast on Friday about women in engineering. And there was a guy that was really upset about the fact that there's always like breakfasts or like events for females in the engineering industry. And and he was like, why is that? men don't have these celebrations
1: but you know <laughs> the unfortunate reality is whenever these breakfasts happen the women who are there they actually talk about how we need men to come to these events men to be allies and have these conversations so if you want a cute little free breakfast tell them to turn up but
0: the problem yes i completely agree with you yeah. and i think men should come to these breakfasts they men should be should hosting come. these things yes you know but these events another thing that i wanted to highlight mm-hmm. yes most of these events and movements and panels and all of these fighting, fighting in quotation marks, because no yeah. one's fighting, um, actually gets initiated by females. Mm-hmm. So it's very little, the percentage of men that actually get involved into organizing these activities. And I guess even when men get involved, it's really difficult for them to get their peers to support this because a lot of people have that mindset of, oh, if I don't get invited to this breakfast or if men don't get these breakfasts, then it means that we're not actually equal or like we are creating a
1: gap. Most men, and I'm going to say most because I can't speak for all of them, but I can definitely um, sorry say that I don't think most of them have... Um, an issue feeling like they belong or seeing representation, like because it's yeah. easy for them to see leaders in the in this field. It's easy for them to be connected just because you know they get along or you know it or the fact that people aren't constantly telling them you know oh I'm surprised you work in this field or you know like oh what do you do? Are you PA <laughs> oh god, a PA or something? You know? Yeah,
0: and he was like so that he was like saying how oh my god this <laughs> is so bizarre. The individual was like so it does that mean that men should be having events like these in the nursing industry because it's like female dominated
1: oh wait watch out for our next post
0: <laughs> i was like
1: now there's a pay disparity against women in an industry they're saying is female dominated men are still paid more in that field yeah but they don't have breakfasts. so the individual was really upset but that's the, like, exactly. It's a lack of complete understanding. Empathy is a word yes. that I would like to use. Yes. there. To what the minority is going through. Yeah. Yeah, it's a difference between being nice and being kind, I think. Because the kind thing to do is recognize that, look, I stand for your equality. And this is obviously, again, we're talking about trans men in sport. And those sort of inclusivities. Yes, we stand for your right to be whatever it is that I guess you identify as. But, but... And if you were nice, you'd just be like, "Oh my God, come join us." And that is detrimental sometimes. Yes. To be kind is to recognize that there is an injustice, but still stand and by the the injustice, Fairness. yeah, the injustice that it would be to women who have fought really hard to to compete in a sport and not let it be uh, dominated again by men who will literally biological men who will be in that uh, field and will literally whoop their ass. Yeah. For a better way, (laughs) yeah, Mm. because you have to recognize what's right and wrong, and unfortunately, I liked that you talked about labels because this really does happen a lot. That um, because the conversation is about rights for both men and women, so women are saying that you know even men should be allowed to you know voice their emotions, yes, and be allowed to feel a certain thing, and unfortunately, the people that like labels misconstrue that and and have this i don't know what sort of fear mongering is going around but you hear it a lot with the, like they're they're destroying the emotional resilience of, of of humans by saying oh you're allowed to feel your feelings and that means people are not going to be strong no i would really
0: no, like yeah, i like, think it's just an understanding of, of polarity in this instance like for example mm-hmm. and i guess what i mean is you are allowed to have moments of weakness when you're a strong person
1: 100%. regardless of the gender. Yeah.
0: And that's the polarity of life. So if you're happy, you therefore are going to be sad. Yeah. If you are super strength and resilient, yeah, that also means that you'll be like crying and having moments yeah, of when weakness. When strong you know? become
1: like this, this, this flag for, oh, I don't feel anything weak. Sorry, no. Courage is actually being able to face your fear in spite of that fear. The fear exists. Yeah. And when we say you're allowed to feel your feelings, it doesn't mean... Feel them indefinitely. It just means don't bottle it up so that you become like this weird, emotionally unavailable prick who doesn't know how to distinguish. What or sad resent
0: everyone else that's around you exactly. and become a bitter fucking tree. Sorry.
1: Or unfortunately, to the point where some people, you know, commit suicide. Yes. And it's so sad. But yeah, I think allowing someone the opportunity to understand that emotions are a spectrum and they're allowed to feel it in any capacity doesn't mean that you get to wallow and stay like that. Emotional yeah. resilience still needs to be cultivated. And I I
0: generally feel like we should have a man tell us why is that? Okay, no, I don't feel like we should have a man. <laughs> 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 so I think it's really interesting because when we're talking about emotions and all of these, somehow by allowing or by giving everyone the right, or not the right, but, you know, when we encourage everyone to feel emotions, and just take them for what they are, like emotions, temporary ones, not forever, as you said, why is that our identity of being a male or being a female? It's threatened, or it gets exactly, questioned. Yeah. Like, what roles or what stereotypes have you been cultivating or promoting? Because if by being a male and not having any, like, you know, normal human feelings or emotions that makes you a man, then you're limiting yourself to so much. Like, if, if you start allowing yourself to feel these things, then, yes, your identity gets questioned, but but, but why? why?
1: Yeah, like, it's got nothing, absolutely nothing to do with capacity or... Um, what you will achieve essentially or whether or not you can provide or whether or not you are a fully functional member of society you know to be honest i don't think any like it's not a dichotomy those things coexist and yes every every strong person has a down day but you you it's like literally the i don't know is it a tao saying i don't know but you fall maybe a japanese saying you um fall down six times you get up seven yeah. but falling down does happen and you can't just say I don't fall I don't fall falling doesn't happen and, to me gravity and exists
0: and it's interesting because we do <laughs> gravity exists love <laughs> uh, it's it's an interesting one because we allowed ourselves to make so many mistakes when we're learning different skills like I don't know a language dancing playing a guitar writing a report but we don't allow ourselves to fall in Emotional our everyday yeah. routine or like life I think it's important to be a little bit, I don't know, like cut some slack, zoom out and be like, I'm doing well. Like, and this is probably a mental memory.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And I think um, if I like step back and again, go to how the movement is classified today, I think a lot of people think it's just a bunch of angry women. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we just want to be, not we have hairy yeah probably not have you know a traditional family or not have any you know anything to do with a household and just be free and probably have sex until they die i don't know but that's such a wrong um image that's stereotype being, yeah it's, it's just being pushed out which is so untrue because some of the biggest advocates i know are people with children want children want to be in a in a happy family and a perfectly you know um in line with uh, life and society but can still want women to not be treated poorly exactly and i guess the
0: question for the listeners out there is like what goes through your mind when you hear like domestic violence stories like nobody deserves To be humiliated, abused physically, emotionally, psychologically, financially. No one deserves that. No one deserves manipulation. Regardless of the gender. Regardless if you identify as an object or not.
1: Like, it doesn't matter. And what do you think? Personally, the question I get, um, I constantly come back to is, what do you actually view a family or a household to be if you think the whole structure is going to be or some sort of power is taken from you if the, your partner is literally just asking to be treated like a human being or just um, being treated like an equal. Like what kind of power were you hoping to have that is stripped away from you so fully if equality is coming the picture? like Yeah, like what,
0: what, what did you have here? to lose?
1: Yeah, but what was the image that you were thinking was going to be upheld? <laughs> because I think personally for me, it's that if you are in a partnership, um, but it's a team, yeah. Isn't but it? anyone who has more knowledge on a particular topic, say the guy knew finance is better, I would be perfectly happy to acknowledge I don't really know, teach me, and until you teach me, you can make decisions, it's perfectly fine. Or yeah. I will educate myself, you don't have to teach me, sorry. But like whoever knows more, or if I knew more about um, holiday, holiday planning plans. or something like you know, or like where we're gonna shift or what's better, like, um, market wise for houses. The person who knows more can make a decision. It's perfectly fine. It's yeah. not like... Ego. You're not running a little government here where if you don't have a leader, it's going to be anarchy. Which is... It's it's interesting
0: that you have touched the subject because when we talk about, like, startups and, you know, like, launching your own business, a lot of, like, these really successful people sort of, like, go through how you should hire people for the skills that you don't like or you don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, hire... Like, if you have great leadership skills, then do that but if you don't like mathematics or if you don't like software development then why would you do that instead hire someone that is more proficient at those so why don't we I mean obviously there's like so many layers of this but we should approach or use the same logic in relationships in households and everything like we shouldn't feel threatened by the other person having those skills in fact it would be a better team if we have diversity
1: and for anyone saying, why are we still having these conversations, I just feel like we're so privileged to be in a country like Australia or, you know, um, wherever <laughs> to be. We're both in Australia, so just Australia. <laughs> but unfortunately, even here, um, there is a high level of domestic violence. But then if even leaving that aside, um, you look globally, and I think it's just a matter of perspective to understand that these things – are uh, still a huge... Um, they happen. Exactly. And a huge Because reality. you
0: like literally don't see them. That doesn't mean they don't exist. Exactly. We're like. not
1: living in an ideal world where everyone is treated so nicely and all um, men and women are amazingly loving in relationships and things are hunky-dory. The reality of life is very different for so many people. So, so, so many people. I was uh, watching a clip from this documentary and I, it's so sad, I don't even know if I should mention it. But um, I think it was in Pakistan. And there was there was a doctor talking to different uh, women who had been through domestic uh, abuse, particularly acid attacks. So there was a husband who threw acid on his wife's face and his mom and his sister put kerosene on her and burnt her. Oh my God. Wait, she managed to survive that. But uh, she did try to go out and be on her own, but she couldn't provide for her children because she had no basic education, no skill set. Lao... She had to go back and live with the husband in the uh, end. That's so bizarre, and that's why access to education and access to just
0: be able to be part of policy making was and it is a steal. Yeah, so so important. important because if you and this is just generally speaking, education and knowledge is power.
1: Yeah, okay. and, and I'm not talking about freedom, access to information small because financial freedom a gives lot you a of chance to not have to ask someone for basic needs
0: yeah because there's like a power uh play already when there's like not financial freedom because someone yeah. is like i have money you don't what are you gonna do stop yourself for a week or what yeah. you know they can use that when i made the
1: shots like it's
0: but what i wanted to say is mm-hmm. that education and knowledge is power and we're not talking about access to like, information because information is like literally out there everywhere Use a smartphone and you have it. So true, so true. But if you're not able to interpret that information, again, the knowledge you need to... You know what I mean? You what know what Like scholastic um, education? Like, Just for example, if it. you don't understand what you're reading, yeah, then yeah, what's yeah. the point of that? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yep. like with the feminist movement. If you don't understand what it stands for, what's the point of that? If you're going to go preaching again, like... Yeah, <laughs> like if it's touching on some insecurities or something... But not just insecurities. Like, I mean, like, if they... Because, like, I, for example... This is what I want to say. Okay. And you can tell me. If we have access to mental health and all of these things, mm-hmm. but we still don't know how to action it in our everyday life,
1: yeah. it's useless.
0: 100%. It's like you can read all the books you want. But if you don't implement But it, if you don't know how to action them, yeah. if you don't have a plan, yeah. it's like you didn't read any. Like, yes, great, you can focus, but you know what i mean <laughs> yeah it's like there's so much information out there but if people if are not educated
1: path, and yeah. they
0: can't because we're not just talking about self-awareness here or like uh, self-actualization because unfortunately people that have been just abused for so long are not even thinking about that they are just like thinking about whether they're going to make it to the end of the day you know yeah. so if they don't know That there's better out there in the sense of, like, opportunity, safety, and all of these.
1: Or they probably are aware of it, but they don't know how to... That it's for them, to be honest, because if you're pushed in that corner for so long, you start believing that that's it. There's no way for you to have better in your life. There's no no one that can help you, and this is just your lot in life, and you're stuck there. And that is, like... That is, yeah, the bottom, the best of the bottom places you can ever push a human being, to be honest. Um, And so I think when just to tie it all back together, when we forget these fundamentals and um, unfortunately get into conversations where people be like, oh, and I think, again, I'll be like toxic femininity, which might not even be a thing.
0: But I, I just
1: look at it like that when women will be like, Oh nah, if he's not paying for me or if he's not um, you know, paying all the meals or whatever, then like that that's like I don't deserve that, I deserve better, he's just a shit man. Like that's not what we're trying to say here. Maybe you have internalized misogyny. <laughs> or maybe you just have unrealistic expectations because what feminism is and what asking for equality is, is not that. Yeah. You know, it's it's about being treated as a basic human, because that's what you are. You're 50% and of the population. And you don't need
0: to be a female to be a feminist, by exactly. the way. Exactly. There's are. so many men that I know that are like female allies, that identify themselves as feminists.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of it. It is equality for everyone.
0: Sohan said, that's the beauty of it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, and
1: that's the beauty of it. It is essentially equality for everybody.
0: So yes, those are our thoughts about feminists, and this movement has gone backwards yeah, at some let point us, instead let us of forward.
1: Know if you think we're remotely incorrect, or if you agree, no, just with let us know, know your thoughts. We're always right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: kidding. I'm kidding. But we want this is uh this platform is like an opportunity for it's like an open discussion. And you can add your thoughts and throw, it, throw them at us. Is that right? Yes. I, I don't
1: know why we're getting thrown at. Okay.
0: <laughs> you yeah, can share was. your thoughts and let us know what you think and what your interpretation of the feminist movement is and when you reckon it's gone way out of proportion or like out of.
1: Yeah, or even if you don't think it has. You know, yeah. what are the conversations you're having or the people around you are having we would be
0: interested to know and we would also be and we would also encourage you to answer the questions that we sort of like went through in this yeah. podcast, podcast episode because i feel like another thing and another very important question is like do you actually stand for equality for all or just for certain in, in groups. like groups is it because oh, another thing that i want to <laughs> mention because it's so funny. I. What made me think about this question was I remember that there was a lady and it, it was a comment that someone made recently to me. And it was like, yes, but like this lady who was like a Caucasian female who came from a family that was really wealthy was fighting for the feminist movement or like she was fighting for equality for all. And this person was trying to make a comment about how she shouldn't even fight about these things because she comes from a privilege. Okay. But uh, it doesn't matter
1: if you come from privilege or not. No, but it almost does because I feel like sometimes if you come from privilege and you don't talk about these things, that's worse. You know, because you are in a position to have a sometimes a stronger voice or a voice that's heard because you enjoy a certain Standing in in society and with people, and maybe you have backing.
0: And I guess that's what I was trying to say. Like it doesn't matter if where your background is; it doesn't matter the color of your skin or your gender. This is a movement that we should all support. If if you understand it, we should all support yeah, it.
1: If you understand it, there's no reason to not back it. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
0: So what I'm saying is, like, people shouldn't be surprised if the person fighting for equal rights or just, you know, like. Yeah, human rights. Yeah. They shouldn't be surprised if the person is not part of a minority group. Mm. It's not the minority's problem. It's a societal problem. It's not just their problem. It's everyone's problem when we isolate them and not help them like thrive in their life.
1: Yeah, literally. Because like, how would they stop being a minority? Because the majority would treat them as the same as the majority. That's the, the, the fundamental way that makes sense to me I don't know if there's like a, yeah. some other magic so solution. what do you guys think let <laughs> us know
0: because sometimes I get surprised by everything that and I hear tricky and read.
1: problems with tricky solutions so if anyone has any thoughts chime in where are uh, open where are uh, 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 open dance or do the dance on <laughs> and if you made it to the end thank you so much for listening to our little ramble <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah
0: if you have been here for like the past 40 minutes We appreciate that and we can't wait to hear your feedback and your thoughts. We hope you enjoy the rest of your day or night. Till the afternoon. Ciao. Ciao.